Let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Jeremiah prayed, O Lord, remember me and visit me. So often in our prayers, we speak to God in a way that seemingly draws us further away from him than it brings us closer. Like Jeremiah, we express ourselves in a trivial way. Jeremiah trusts that God understands its needs. Furthermore, he begs to remember him and not to forget him, as if God could forget it. We do the same sometimes. When the stresses of life overwhelm us, we begin to pray to God not to abandon us, and we dare to criticize God as if he were responsible for our sufferings. Later, Jeremiah's prayer takes another course, a familiar course for those who find it difficult to forgive their brother's faults, a familiar course for those who do not want to forget the one who has offended them. When this is done, the prior can acquire that vengeful tone with which Jeremiah's invocation begins. O oh Lord, bring down retribution for me and my persecutors. Jeremiah does not pray for the needs of others, but for himself. He reproaches God. In your forbearance, do not take me away. Know that on your account, I suffer insult. Not only does the Jeremiah keep his own need at the center of his prayer, but he reproaches God of how much he is suffering because of him. When we take a defensive posture, when we do not accept responsibility for our mistakes, we are wasting this intimate time dedicated to God. Sometimes we load prayer with a lot of complaints. Why doesn't my pain stop? Why I am suffering so much? Why, why, why? Jesus warned his disciples in the gospel that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering. 
Jesus expects us to have confidence and be sure that after suffering we will come to the light. Jesus, with his exemplary life, teaches us to have faith, faith in him. Faith that all present suffering will have a happy end. Remember two weeks ago with the Canaanite woman? Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And our daughter was healed instantly. This woman was very courageous. And I would see that she was on a journey to Jerusalem. And as Jesus said, you know, take up your cross and follow me. So she was following Jesus and she became so courageous in order to make this next step in present ourselves to Jesus. In spite of all the difficulty, in spite of all what was go going against her with that faith and walking in our Jerusalem, she was able to see the light in behalf of her daughter. We could ask ourselves today, what is our Jerusalem? How our walk to Jerusalem is looking like? I remember 27 years ago, I think I take on my Jerusalem when I was called to be in the priesthood. And it was not easy. It was very difficult. But just those words that Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. I was able to see and understand that we are called to walk along with Jesus. That route to Jerusalem. So in spite of all the pain and the discriminations and all of that that I went through, my faith and my conviction was there with Jesus. And finally, I am here as a clergy person spreading God's word, spreading the gospel. And it is calling for each and every one of us to see our Jerusalem. And in spite of all what we are going through, just remember that Jesus is saying to take up your cross. And not this cross, you know, yes, I'm wearing, I'm taking up my cross, following literal what Jesus is saying. But when we take up our cross, is seeing what we are called to do in spreading the gospel. And sometimes it's very painful. Sometimes is there a lot of sacrificial. But the Lord is calling us to make our way to Jerusalem. And as we get to Jerusalem, it will be tougher and tougher. But with faith and with the conviction that the Lord is looking over each and every one of us, we will be able to see that light. 
So let us offer our lives as examples of living prior. Let us dedicate every step of our life to the glory of God. Let us form one body in Christ, being living Christ, using our gift according to the grace that has been given to us. Let us use them with joy so that we can change the tone of our heavenly Father. Then we will serve him without placing ourselves as the main objective, thinking only on our need. By changing the way of thinking, we will change our lives and we will come to know what God's will is. We will come to know what is good, what is pleasant, and what is perfect. We also learn to support ourselves spiritually in difficult moments in our lives. So let us begin to feel God's love in all who share his gift with us. Even when something causes us to suffer, we will find the support of another member of the body of Christ. We will find comfort in each distant hug from our neighbor who help us. By demonstrating such love to each other, we draw closer to God who lives and reigns in each of us. Amen.